You are listening to the North Shore 9 Podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go, Bucks! Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another week of Donardo's Dugout. I am your host, Anthony Donardo, and it is a glorious Tuesday morning, September, I'm sorry, October. October 20th. I mean, geez, people, we're like, it's almost Christmas time. I can't get over that. I mean, with how crazy this year has been, right? I mean, obviously, we've had the quarantine, got coronavirus, all this stuff that's been going on. How I've, I've never been in a time where it seems like it's gone so slow, but also at the same time, so quickly. I mean, it feels like we've been inside forever not doing anything, everything being closed down, nothing to do for how long. But at the same time, how is it already October 20th? There's no possible way Christmas, you know, in 2021 is like right across the corner. How? You know, like, again, it feels like that the Pittsburgh bar crawl, right? The last like major event I was ever at, it feels like that was 10 years ago. Right. It feels like like think about Tiger King. How long ago was that? Feels like forever ago. But at the same time, it feels like I just celebrated New Year's Eve. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't get it. What's going on this year? Everything's so weird. Everything's so weird. I hope everyone got their PS5s and iPhone twelves. I only got my iPhone. No PS5 coming this way yet, unfortunately. But anyways, I digress. It is Officially World Series time. Tonight at, what, 8? 8.08? Some weird time like that. The Rays will take on the Dodgers. Who's ready? Who's excited for the World Series? I kind of am. I don't know. I've, uh... Since Pirates baseball season has officially ended, I've been super busy this year with a lot of stuff. But obviously, with Pirates baseball, you know, the main focus has been on that. But since the playoffs, it's like... I feel like I finally have been given some time back to do a lot of things that I've been needing to do. So I haven't been paying too much attention to the playoffs, kind of from afar. But I'm definitely going to watch the World Series. I mean, it's the World Series. You got to. You know, and you have the Rays. You have the Dodgers. This is going to be a pretty good World Series, I feel. I want to say for the people that bash analytics and think that they're a joke, you're going to hate this World Series. Because this is probably the two of the top teams as far as analytics go. This is one of the reasons why the Rays are there is because of analytics that we'll talk about and get into. And the Dodgers, I mean, they operate almost as if they are a, a small market team, you know, in that mindset. Very analytical as well. But they got a lot of cash too. <laughs> but yeah, Dodgers, Rays, the number one team in each each side uh, this this playoff bracket you wanted to say the two number ones in the in the bracket of MLB this year but I'm I'm kind of excited about the series we got I mean honestly if you've watched uh, any of the ALCS and NLCS too like those are pretty exciting series both uh, 
Both series having a team coming back from a pretty big deficit. Obviously, the Astros a much greater one. But, you know, the Braves are also up 3-1 to one in theirs, and the Dodgers came back. How about that, though? I mean, the Astros. I was kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Why were people really wanting the Astros to win? As I was talking with Tyler, I guess, was it more of like a troll job? Were people just wanting the Astros to win because it was going to be a weird year and an asterisk on it again? So they have two asterisks? I guess. I wasn't really rooting for the Astros. I mean, to me, they're not likable anymore. It wasn't like I was rooting for Bregman to come through or whatnot. Jose Altuve. I mean, we know what they did. They know what they did. And then they want to come out and act as if, why are people against us? I didn't get it. But at the same point, the Rays, I mean, they're pretty fun. Of course, they have some ex-pirates. It's not bad to root for them a little bit. <laughs> uh, but how about, I'm honest with the Braves series. Like that Braves-Dodgers game seven. That was wild. Again, I mean, we joked on Twitter about it, but you want to talk about a game that had everything. I mean, the offense, the pitching, the defense, the two plans on both sides, running right on contact with the infield in. I mean, I guess it's game seven, and you got to be aggressive because you got to win it. Seemed kind of odd, though. Anyways, let's get into this a little bit. So the Rays-Dodgers series. One thing I want to get into... And I did run a poll on this. Let me bring it up. But I've been seeing some things on Twitter. I mean, it's not like it's overpowering and it's everybody and whatnot. But I've been seeing a couple of things on Twitter, which, you know, sometimes grinds my gears and makes me go a little bit crazy. But, you know, with the Rays getting into the World Series this year, and this isn't just by, you know, just some randoms. I've seen some more relative people, you know, as far as Twitter goes. Saying this, and more or less saying that because the Rays are in it. We can't root for the Rays. Can't root for the Rays. Can't do it. Gotta have to root for the Dodgers. We can't root for the Rays, guys. And why is that? Well, we can't root for the Rays because they're a small market team. And by allowing yourself to root for the Rays, who have a very, very low payroll. Now, mind you, with prorated, it's what, like $28 million. I'm sure Ethan's listening. He'll correct me. But I believe it's $28 million this year on the prorated side where the Dodgers ends up being like a $100 million right on, right on the money around there. Um, can't root for the Rays because what that does is it incentivizes. It allows other small market, air quotes, Bob Nutting, it allows other small market teams to say, hey, look, look at those Rays. We don't need payroll to succeed. And therefore, it allows them a built-in excuse of why they don't need to spend in the future. So that's the take. We can't root for the Rays, guys, because it'll, it will, if they win, if they win, it will allow teams like the Pirates and owners like Bob Nutting to say we don't need to spend, and therefore they won't spend. Can I ask you what's changed this year? If the Rays win it this year, what's changing? I'm, I'm out asking a serious question. So if the Rays don't win this year, you're telling me Bob Nutting now doesn't have this excuse? But if they do, then he will? I mean, let's be honest. Have they not had this excuse for over a decade now? 
I mean, are you telling me when the Royals won, they didn't have that excuse? Are you telling me when Tampa was in it before? But like, I mean, we, I, I really want to dive into economics so bad at baseball, even further. We have a ton, so I'm not going to so much right now. You know, and as Jim alluded about Penguin fans on NS9 Live, you know, we talked about two very different leagues, you know, economically and financially very different as well. One has a cap, one doesn't. You have to understand and realize there is a thing of small markets. Now, we can still complain, and I'm still on board. Like, they're, they can spend more. All owners in baseball are greedy, and all of them can spend more. And this year proved it. Like, this year blew my mind on how greedy they were. That's what I'm talking about. They proved it. They proved how greedy they were this year. But with that said, you're telling me that the small market owners haven't had this excuse and they haven't been using it. And now all of a sudden, if the Rays win, they're going to have this excuse. The excuse is there. It's been there. This doesn't change anything. This doesn't make anything different. This has literally been the excuse for nutting. How many times have they said it? Right? Peril doesn't equate to wins. And that is true to an extent. I mean, the Rays are proving that. Go back to Billy being a moneyball. Like, that's been proven. But here's where I have a little bit of issue. So I talked about this a little bit behind the scenes with, uh, you know, my people at NS9, Jim, Tyler. Hey, even brought Ryan back a little bit. Talked to him. Ryan has some issue. He won't be able to tell you aside because he no longer wants to be on NS9. And I'll maybe blame him. But anyways, so we start talking. I mean, is, is the race winning this truly bad for baseball? And I guess in my mind, there's two ways you can think about this and go. All right. And I'll talk for Ryan. And, and I think he represents maybe, you know, that, that side of baseball. That if the Rays win, it's bad for baseball. And the reason for that is for the people out there that want a salary cap. And I know this isn't everyone, so I'm not going to say everyone. So I'm going to say for the people that do, that want a salary cap in baseball, which of course would come with a floor. If you want a salary cap to make things more fair across the board, right? Get rid of small market, large market, it's just teams. It's like the NFL, right? The Steelers have every opportunity to win just as much as the Dallas Cowboys because you take the finances out of it. It now just comes down to basically skill, right? And by skill, I mean the players, the management, you know, intelligence of running the team, like the skill of being able to operate and run a successful franchise. Not like the Browns, not like the Browns, not, not, not like them, but like the Steelers, you know, because again, it's the same market, same market as the Pirates, same market as the Penguins. It's not a large market. Can't compare Pittsburgh to New York. Can't compare Pittsburgh to Chicago. Can't compare Pittsburgh to LA. But in the NHL and NFL, you can. Because pretty much all things are the same. It now just comes down to your skill and ability to run a successful franchise. In baseball, you don't get that opportunity. It also does come down to finances. You can't afford something. You seriously can't afford it. It's not because you did terrible on your cap structure. You know, it's not because you made dumb financial, you know, moves that hurt you and now you're not allowed to spend anymore. It's because you don't have the same amount of money. So if you want things, and again, this is where it comes down to that mindset. If you want things to change for baseball, 
the Rays being there is bad. And because what it does is it does show that a small market team can compete. If baseball ended up being the Dodgers and Yankees every single year, and you've never, you know, maybe once in the blue moon, right, have that small market team head to the playoffs, head into the World Series, you know, it's constantly Boston, New York, L.A., Chicago, right? Just constantly those teams over and over and over and over again, which a lot of times they're still there. But regardless, it's just them over and you never see a Tampa team in there. Then that could spark the catalyst to change baseball and add a salary cap, which would therefore make Tampa financially sound and able to compete the same as the Yankees and Red Sox, which are in the division. So on that, I mean, I can understand that. I can under if you want to see baseball change, this can help spark it. If Tampa never sees the the World Series, if Pittsburgh never sees the World Series, right? Kansas City never sees the World Series, then that can encourage the change of the structure to bring in a a floor and a cap. I get that. I do. I get that. And and maybe that is why the Rays being there is bad for baseball. Because, as I mentioned, nothing's changing this year. You know, the Rays winning this year isn't going to now give them an excuse. But that excuse is there, and it's been there because teams like the Rays have been there time and time again. Okay? So, again, as far as changing the structure of baseball, I can agree to that. I guess that's where you say the Rays being there is bad for baseball because it does show that teams don't have to spend to get there. So, therefore, teams cannot spend bad for players. And be successful. And the Rays are showing that. And I get that. Here's where I come in. And maybe I'm the different type of fan. I think it's good for baseball. And the reason I think it's good for baseball. Is because I'm at the point. I'm I'm a very. I'm actually a very optimistic type of person. Okay. So maybe that's what leads me to becoming the apologist at times. On You know when it comes to Pirates talk or whatever. But. As a person, my nature is actually optimistic. I've lost all optimism on there ever being a a, a cap in baseball. Period. Period. I've come to terms that we will never see it in baseball. Baseball will always be different because they don't want a cap. And again, let's come back to this year. Let's come back to to the, the, the pandemic. The owners, they showed themselves. They revealed themselves. They cried poor. We have no money. All while they were negotiating on the side. Two new TV deals that got way more money for during the pandemic. When this was happening. Got more money in the future. More financially secure. Owners crying poor. Owners crying they have no money. Owners are coming together having a a, a cap. You know why? Because again, cap comes with the floor. Cap limits restricts what they can make potentially, you know, that they can do whatever they want right now. And this isn't just the Yankees coming out saying, no, we want to cap. No, we're not. We don't want to give that up. We don't want to give the Rays this, this chance and, and, and ability. People like Bob Nutting are voting against it as well. You know, when you have the small market team saying we don't want to cap, 
Like that's who has to put pressure on this the the MLB, this entity. If you want to see a cap, it's got to have pressure from the small market teams because they're the ones that need it. They're the ones that have to, if they want to compete year in, year out, just the same as every other team, there needs to be a cap. Those group of people aren't fighting for it because there's no regulations on them either. Cap comes with floor. They don't want a cap. The small market teams don't want a cap. The large market teams sure as hell don't want a cap. They want to give up more money. You think Steinbrenner wants to say, okay, well, let me funnel more money to the Pirates and to the Rays and to the, the, the Royals and the Indians and whomever? No. They want to keep all their money. There will never be a cap. I'm the fan. I'm the mindset. The person that follows MLB and says, we will never see a cap. At least anytime, anywhere near. Okay? Maybe in 80 years it happens and, and, and don't find my tweets on Twitter in 2000. And and one oh two and twenty one oh two. Don't don't find my tweets and call me out. All right. I don't need to be on old takes exposed in twenty one oh two. But like honestly, right now, do you see a cap? I don't. And because I truly am not optimistic on there being a cap, why fight that losing battle? Why look at the Rays and say we can't have them win because we need a cap? That cap ain't coming. So if you truly want to look what's good for baseball. The Rays being there to me is good for baseball. Teams like the Pirates, fans like the Pirates, you should be rooting for the Rays. And do you know why? Because now it proves you don't have that built-in excuse. And I'm sorry, this is where I come from. This is my stance. Now, you can't say, well, the odds are against us. I mean, they are. They are. You Let's be honest, they are. A team like the Pirates, the Rays, like the small Rays. You can't be successful year in, year out unless you are just blowing other teams out the water in other ways, which the Rays kind of do. But to be open and honest, the Pirates just can't compete year in, year out because of the structure. So you have to find those windows, and when you find those windows, you have to capitalize. Okay? Get it. Move on. But what this does, again, it shows teams like the Rays, which are small market, which is a pitiful payroll, can succeed. So what does that do? That puts pressure on other small market teams, right? Right? We know Bob Nutting and a lot of other small market teams have the building excuse. It doesn't change this year. It's been there forever that they, they can't spend. Fine. I understand not to be able to spend as much as the Yankees. But now it shows that you can win. You can capitalize. So now you don't have those excuses to be bad for 20-plus years, right? That's why it's good for baseball. We're not getting a cap. So if you had 10 years of straight Dodgers-Yankees, are there going to be any Tampa fans left? Are there going to be any Royals fans left? Any Pirates fans? Or whatever Pirate fans are left, are they going to be left? That's why it's good for baseball. Because you can have a, a rooting interest for those teams, even if it's just for three years and we'll see you later for five. At least for them three years, you got some small market teams with fans. This this has to be good for baseball. There ain't going to be a cap. I'm sorry. There ain't going to be a cap. So the poll I ran out, I I wanted to get your take on this too. And I did ask. So all the Rays being in the World Series bad for small market teams because it gives them an excuse not to spend. Or good because it puts pressure on them seeing that a small market team can win. 
15% said bad, 32% said good, which I was actually shocked on. I thought it'd be closer. Uh, but then, of course, 53% said just give us a floor and cap. Now, I will transition to say I am in favor of that. So for the people that aren't, I am. And I would love to hear your side, actually. I love hearing the opposition. I would love to hear yourself tell me why you think it's bad, why you don't want to see a cap. I understand, of course, it, you know, it restricts player salaries. I understand that, but I just truly think it's better for the sport altogether. And with that being said, it opens up the books. We now see what the owners are getting. I, I, I also look at it this way. It restricts what the owners make. You know, now they have to give an amount towards all the players. So let's transition this out again a little bit further. So for the people who also feel, because I have a little bit of issue with this, okay? I'm on board as well, as I've just said here, that we all know the owners are greedy and they can spend more. And this isn't just mean pirates. Doesn't just mean Indians, Rays, whomever. Everybody across the board, I feel can spend more. We're still talking Dodgers and Yankees too, okay? So here's what I mean by that. I do feel that teams can spend more. <clears throat> I guess where I take issue is we still just want to feel like, well, there's no such thing as a small market team. Every team can spend more. So what if the Rays did spend more? Like, what, what if we took that excuse out and now the small market teams did end up spending, okay? Because, again, we want to talk about this gives them a bonus excuse not to spend. So what if they do spend? Does that really solve the problem? Like, do you really think, again, this whole issue about small market and large market, Rays can't vote for or can't root for them. What if the Rays were consistently... And we're talking, this is a major jump for them, but consistently $100 million every single year spending more money, right? Does that change anything? I mean, let's think about this. Let's be honest. If the Rays went out there and got, we're going to spend this year, we're going to get free agents, and the Pirates are on board, you know, the Indians are on board, and, and the Royals are on board, like everyone, all these small market teams, right? The, the Marlins are all on board. We're all going to spend more because we can Right? We should. We can. Well, who has more money? The Dodgers? The Yankees? The Cubs? Like, do you really think they're going to let these small market teams outbid them for players? I mean, there's the occasional one or two and such. Right? Uh, okay, the Yankees are saying, you know, we're not going to spend that much money on XYZ. That, that, that's fine. That player, Marlins take it, whatever. But overall, the landscape of baseball. Do you think the Yankees and Dodgers and Cubs and Angels and whomever, the Red Sox, are going to allow all these free agents to be bought up by small market teams and, and not raise their salary to be competitive? Again, they have way more capital. They have way more money. If you think that the, the Pirates can spend more, well, the Yankees can as well. The Red Sox can. They have the ability as well. As much higher as their payroll is, they can spend more money. Right? You want to talk about percentages? They're typically spending about the same percentage of their revenue on payroll as these small market teams are. Small markets might fluctuate more with their highs and lows, their windows. But overall, in general, they're spending about as much percentage on the revenue. 
Do you not think the Dodgers couldn't support a $400 million payroll right now? Please. You want to talk about the Pirates being, oh, oh, oh well, Bob Nunning, you know, and his, his organization, they're, they're valued at $1.2 billion. Okay, well, the Dodgers are three plus billion. You know, all the, they have a $200 million TV revenue coming every, their, their, their payroll is just their TV contract, period. Anything on top of that is just pure extra. Do you think the Dodgers can't support a $400 million payroll if, if the, the Rays could one day say we're going to spend $150 million? Do you think that the large market teams aren't going to play the game that they've been playing? It's a financial game. That's the gain that these big large markets have. They have the ability to spend. They're not going to let small market teams outspend them to be competitive. So, again, this is where the restrictions come in. Like, small market teams can't just, they can't play the same game. You know, they've tried. That's why Moneyball is a thing. You can't compete with money with people that have more money than you. Okay? I can't become a more successful business owner by throwing money at my business and trying to compete with Walmart because they simply have more money. They have more buying power. They're going to be better than me. So what do I have to do to compete? I have to be smarter. That's what the Rays are doing. That's what the A's are doing. You know, that's what these small market teams are doing. That's where they have the advantage. They realize that they can't spend. And again, this is what comes down to the problem. This is why if you want full competitiveness year in, year out, like the Steelers, like the Penguins, this is why you need a cap. Because you can't just simply say spend more. Because all the larger market teams can also spend more. And if you think, well, let's just spend and get, get Andrew McCutcheon for $100 million, well, then the, the Yankees are going to do it for $125 million. And now it's going to come down to, well, now i got to spend $125, and the Yankees will do $150. Those teams will always and can always have the ability to spend more than you. So you're not going to beat them at the financial game. And that's where I do... I'll be real careful in this wording, but also screw it. I mean, you see where I'm coming from. Sympathize in the sense of small market teams. You can't just say spend. I mean, so again, it comes down to when the windows open. Yes, invest into your club, right? Now go ahead and spend, invest in your club to make sure you capitalize on that window. But again, for a year in, year out, teams can't just spend more money to be competitive. So you have to do it smarter. Again, all of the Rays. Why the Rays are good for baseball? Because the Rays proven we know we can't compete financially. We're nowhere. We're in the same division as the the Red Sox and the Yankees. Are you kidding me? It's, it's like every single year we're gonna have to fight for the second wild card in the entire AL because we can't compete financially with them too. So you have to look at smarter. You have to be creative. You have to look at baseball differently than those people to gain an advantage because you can't compete with them financially and just paying for the better players. And that's what they've been doing. That's what the Rays have been doing. They've been doing it better than some of the you know, most teams out there. But again, what happens? Does large market teams see that? They see, oh, look how smart they're doing this. Why can't we? And then you have a guy like Freeman going from the Rays to the Dodgers. 
Oh, wow. It's the Rays Dodgers World Series, right? Dodgers getting their mojo from the Rays. Now they're operating like, a, as I mentioned, like a small market team, but with money to buy. It's no shock they're there. They're capitalizing on every front. They're being smarter. They're looking at baseball differently. They're taking advantage. And they have money for purchasing power. So when they have a hole, they can make sure they, they tie that up, right? They can make sure they invest to have one of the best farm systems in the world because they go out there and go wild in the international market until the restrictions. The, the Dodgers have done everything right on every mindset. And they're raising everything right except for the financial mindset because they don't have the finances. So, again, this is why I do think that it needs a four and a cap, but it's not going to ever come. And that's why I think the Rays being there is good for baseball. Man. So, yeah. With that said, this is going to be a good, fun World Series. I really think it is. Because, again, as we've just mentioned, the mindsets of them, this isn't the, the well, I guess I'll put it this way. Depends on how you want to see baseball. This is not going to be the most traditional World Series that you've seen. And I think we've already seen a bit of that. And, I mean, part of it can be because of the pandemic that's happened and it's been a weird you know, weird year. But I don't think this would have changed anything had this whole season played out. You're going to see a lot of pitching changes, a lot of substitutions, just a lot of creativity going against the grain. And especially from the Rays. You know, the one thing I want to say is the Dodgers are such a sound team. When you look at them up and down, they're like number one or number two. And like as far as hitting goes, Dodgers led the led baseball in a way to run creative plus. I mean, they're actually tied with the Mays. Mays. The <laughs> the Mets. But own a 122 way to runs creative plus. Team slugged well. Led led baseball in home runs. Not the twins this year. Led baseball in home runs. Uh, offensively, I mean, they have a, you look at that lineup. I mean, like Jock Peterson is what your number eight hitter. Like Jock Peterson is your number. Eight? I mean, that lineup is nasty. Mookie Betts is leading off for this team. That lineup is nasty. But then we look at the pitching side. I mean, they're the number two rotation in baseball. Like the entire rotation had a three twenty nine ERA this year. Crazy. You look at the bullpen. The number two bullpen in baseball with 274 ERA. The best, I mean, just pitching down, number one offense and number one pitching in baseball. True, I mean, this they have arms for days. They have the depth, they have top-tier arms. I know Walker Bueller has had an iffy season, but I mean May, Gonsolin still have Clayton Kershaw, even though I know it's the playoffs, but Maybe just let them go four or five innings. That's it. And call it a day. But, I mean, the Rays are a very, very sound team. But when you look at the Rays, did I say, what did I say again? The Dodgers. I don't know. But the Dodgers are a very, very sound, very sound team. Across the board, really not a whole lot of flaws. But when we look at the Rays, I mean, they're also good. I'm not going to take away. Like, they, they are good, okay? Uh, offensively, they are the seventh. I'm sorry. Never mind. Offensively. They are the ninth. They got a 109 way to run creative plus. Um, with the starting pitching, they do rank seventh with a 377 ERA. Now, mind you, of course, a little bit of 
AL NL disparity. Well, not really, because I know every team had a DH, but obviously the AL teams were more prepared with the DH. You know, I mean, it's different when you have Giancarlo Stanton as a DH, opposed to whatever San Francisco was throwing out there as their DH. Um, and then, of course, relievers, they were third, right behind the Dodgers, the 337 ERA as well. I mean, the, the Rays are good. But would the Rays have, again, because of their mindset, this team is crafty. Think about this. Uh, and everyone wanted the joke and poked fun of the Pirates for even saying it. But when the Pirates came out and said, you know, we've been toying and thinking about using, you know, a, a fourth outfielder and such. This, this is what the Rays do. You know, where do you think the Pirates got that? I'm not going to say the Rays invented it. I mean, this goes back to years before as well. But it's coming back into baseball and such. Other teams have done it. But the Rays, you know, I showed the a couple of highlights from earlier this year. It was like the second or third series of bait of the season, you know, it was Rays versus the Braves and they did it to Freddie Freeman. I think, you know, this is the team that looks at baseball completely different. Throw it all the rules. You know, this is what we've done for years this is what baseball is. No, no, throw it all out. We can't compete financially. So we're going to look at baseball differently and do things differently. And again, like if you looked at that series, and they joke, and like, granted, they have great fielders. Like, they have good, this isn't just analytics. They actually have really good defenders. And it was why they ranked number one in baseball defensively, also put out there. This is where there's a huge gap. Okay. Defensively, the Dodgers, very bad. Defensively, the Rays, elite. Elite. And you've seen it. And that past series against the Bray, I'm sorry, Dodgers, um, Astros, <laughs> sorry, uh, showed it. Because, yes, I know they're elite. But when he looked, I mean, it seemed as if they were always right where they needed to be. Now, transition and think, where have we heard that before as Pirate fans, right? Pirate fans, where have you heard that before? Think about when the Pirates are good. Think about when defensive shifting, like, became a term. You know, and the Pirates were more or less like the forefront, the leaders of this. Defensive shifting. You know, why is this person playing there? Why is that person playing there? Like, why do the Rays have two shortstops almost? Why the Rays have four outfielders? Why are they aligned this way? I've never seen this before. That's that creative thinking. That's that analytic. That's that trying to think ahead. Put your players in the best position possible, right? We see what this guy does. We see where he hits. This is how we're going to pitch to him. We're going to make him do this and put our fielders in the best spot. That's what the Rays do. They do all the things before the ball's pitched perfectly it seems perfectly to get them the best position because they probably well not probably they don't have the talent that the dodgers have right i mean look at the lineup again we have jock peterson in the number nine number eight hitter you know like the 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 rays don't have that this is where they can beat you they're smarter than you they're more prepared than you they're craftier than you Right? Were they doing the base pass? Better. Were they doing defensively? Better. How they use their pitchers? Better. They don't have Clayton Kershaw going out there for longer than he needs to do. And then blows the game. They're smarter. They have a game plan. This is what we this is who we are. This is what we're gonna do. Now, as much as I am as far as analytics and thinking outside and, and whatnot, this is where I do hope and do wonder 
if the rays get too cute. This is where, I mean, it can't. It can bite you in the ass. Because analytics are, are great for front offices, okay? They're great to prepare you for a full season. You know, they're great for understanding, here's how we can construct a roster for the most part, do whatever. But sometimes, you know, even myself, I do feel that I can get in the way from in-game managing and strategy. There is still a feel, but like I still, I can sympathize and understand Dusty Baker when people want to attack him with the, this is how I felt. You know, I went with my gut. Because as a manager, as human nature, you know your people. You can relate. Like there's some stuff that analytics can't do. So in game at times, I feel like analytics and stuff can get a little too cute. I appreciate it. I'll tell you that much. I appreciate it. I don't want it to be, you know, my team in the World Series screwing up for analytics. But I'll allow the teams to try it out to see how it plays out and go into the future. But, you know, like, I guess that's one thing that I do work. I do feel the Dodgers can simply win this, win this series. They're the better team. Like, on paper, you look at them, much more talented, much deeper. But the Rays are, to me, well more prepared. But I do wonder, and I'm honestly... I'm not going to say worry because I'm not actually losing sleep, but I worry there's going to be a moment in this series that the Rays lose the game because they got too cute, whether it was a pitching substitution or whatnot. You know, I, I feel like that's where the Rays can overcome obstacles and be better, but also maybe, for lack of better terms, shoot themselves in the foot. In doing so. But, I mean, this is what the Rays are. This is what's got them there. This is what they've recognized that they needed to do to be able to compete with teams like the Dodgers. So go for it. Like, let's see it. It's going to be crazy. You're going to see things that you say, I've never seen this before. What are they doing? I don't understand. Take the time to appreciate it. I'll just say that. Appreciate it. They're trying things that you've never seen. I mean, think of, this is also the team that really started the whole opener stuff. What was the opener until the Rays were doing it day in and day out almost? And now you have other teams doing it. And it makes sense. Now you think about it. Well, why not? Probably gets your starting pitcher deeper in the games. You bring out a reliever. One, two, three. Maybe one, two, three, four. They're done. They're out. And now you're bringing in your starting pitcher. You know, starting with the number five hitter. To, to finish out the, the end. I mean. You're getting your starting pitch in there in, in a great position, right? Looking at the worst part of the lineup to set himself up. And, you know, and now that top of the order doesn't see the starting pitching for the third time. So now we can see, you know, the, the back of the, the, the order for the third time, which is not as good. So maybe we can stretch him out, leave him in there if he's pitching well. Like the opener makes a lot of sense. Came from the race. So they're doing things that you scratch your head. And what I'll say is, don't hate on it, this World Series. Don't say, what this is terrible, it's not baseball. Appreciate it. Open your eyes and say, why? Try to figure out, understand it. That's why the Rays were better than the Yankees this year. The Yankees were mashing. The Yankees are a powerhouse. The Rays, clearly better. 
So that's pretty much it. That's the show. Those are my takes on a little bit of the financial structure and baseball and the Rays. Let me know your thoughts. I'm sure on NS9 Live, I'm going to get bashed a little bit for my co-hosts, especially Jim. Jim had, might have some words for me. But those are my takes. Those are my thoughts. I felt like I really didn't want to get them off the chest because I was fired up a bit yesterday from uh, some of the stuff I saw on Twitter. Should have make sense to me. But yeah, so let me know. Tweet at us. Get at us. We'll be back. Um, not sure about Starbucks tomorrow, but definitely NS9 Live on Thursday night. Till then, we'll see y'all later. Bye-bye.